Welcome back to the podcast, Saved by the Bell. To the max. A podcast by three old millennials, including the world's foremost expert on Saved by the Bell, and also an up-and-coming actor. Jonah Anderson. He's in stuff. Welcome, Jonah. We also have Tyler Wilson, a Saved by the Bell fan with a bad memory. And mm-hmm. then me, Angelo Chico, just like a normal person who's seen the episodes, but I'm not a freak like these two. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Yeah, that is about accurate. Grumble, grumble. Grumble, grumble. So today's episode, we are going to dive into our first episode of Saved by the Bell. Not the first episode, but our first episode. Yeah, we're going to jump around a little bit, but our goal is to maybe do one uh, of a season, and then the next time we'll do another other of another season and just go that way. So we're going to jump around, is what I'm saying. Today like we're House gonna, of Pain. Yeah. Like House of Pain. I don't know what that reference okay. is. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about season one, episode four. Fatal Distraction. Yep. And Tyler's going to tell us about the difference between season one, the actual season one, and what dumb Hulu thinks is season one. Okay, so we are going off of what Saved by the Bell season one really was, which was the start of high school. There was Good Morning Miss Bliss, which Hulu, when you watch the show on Hulu, counts that season as season one. They count this as season two. That's garbage. We're going with the true season one, their first year of high school. There's four seasons of Saved by the Bell. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about college years yet. We're not talking about uh, Good Morning, Miss Cotter. What was that called? Good Morning, Miss Bliss. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which we will talk about back, in the next episode. Right, okay. Yeah, good. but that's a completely separate show. Yeah, Saved exactly. by the Bell Season 1 is the right. first year of Just high because school. there's other characters that happen to cross over from that show. Nuh-uh. So, Jonah, you picked this episode we're going to talk about today, Episode 4, Fatal Distraction from Season 1. What made you pick that one? Uh, I mean... Just so many classic moments. It certainly starts off with a classic I was, moment. <laughs> starts off yeah. with a bang. Tyler, why don't you tell us a little bit about how this episode starts off? All right, so, um, you know, Zach Morris is uh, uh, coming into school, and he's wearing a outfit. Um, what would... Uh, it, it's like an Arabic outfit. I don't know the exact terminology for it. I'm sorry. I, we looked it up, but I don't yeah. want to pronounce but it on air. It's, the point is, is it's really not okay for him to do this. And he does it with an accent. And he's trying to be like, hey, I'm not uh, Zach Morris. Some girl comes up to him and is like, hey, I'm looking for Zach. And he's like, oh, no, I don't even want to do the voice because it's racist. It is. Super racist So voice. he does a racist voice and he's like, I'm pretending not to be Zach Morris. And this is where we are. It's, eight, what, 1989. We're mm-hmm. having fun with racism. Hooray. Also says his body went this way, but his soul resides oh, here. Yeah. Again, wow. just a lot of blatant racism to and, start off this episode. And so we have that. And, and you wanted to talk about why you're a fan of the show? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Me too. I don't, you know. There's a lot of problematic aspects about Saved by the Bell, and here's one of them. Yeah. Racism. Racism. (laughs) Racism. Is it um, aware racism, or was it just of the time? I think that this is like, uh, they they think they're being harmless and having fun, not realizing that, you know, probably not the best thing to do. uh, Yeah, it's an of the time. For a high schooler. Yeah. Because in high school, you can be kind of dumb because you haven't been exposed it's to It's kind things. of like that time period's like homophobia in in that regard. Yeah, it's like, kinda, was... oh, we're going to be funny about homophobia when it's not. And obviously, it was not funny, but it's just of the t- pop culture. They would do this, and they were getting away with it on a children's program. So here it is. I mean, this is probably about the time that movie came out where that dude did blackface, right, and went to college. Oof, that was in the 80s, so I mean, I mean yeah, it wasn't that far off. Yeah. 
So, of course. No. So, yeah, you know, this this show has some problems. But he's doing this because it's a, a dance. Maybe you can elaborate so, on what's going on here. Uh, what's commonly known as a Sadie Hawkins dance, but is referred to as a girls ask the guys dance for some reason. <laughs> Was there a trademark issue that they were uh, having a problem with? I here, feel or? like Sadie Hawkins has been dead for long <laughs> enough yeah. that uh, the trademark probably passed on that. Did but... The- did the writer of the episode just forget the term? And yeah, just like, well, I mean, maybe it's like ah, oh, what's uh, I don't know. Girls, ask I gotta do guys. this line of coke. Yeah. I'm not gonna remember <laughs> this. And so, that would explain the racism as well. I would, yeah, I would suppose. But Zach wants. I mean, his goal is to get asked by Kelly Kapowski. Obviously, I mean. That's what we're talking. She's about. Kelly Kapowski. So you know, this is early. They're not together yet. This is also. Nope. Uh, the Zach Morris and AC Slater are adversarial. They are both competing for the affections of Kelly Kapowski here. Yeah, uh, which is not my favorite aspect of the show, but here we are. Um, yeah, what 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 transpires here? What what are they doing to 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 win Kelly's affections? Well, you know, they're just trying to get her to ask them to the dance. Uh, it's, I guess, kind of a classic sitcom plot, you know. Of two guys going after the same girl. In this case, of course, the great Kelly Kapowski, head cheerleader. Your number two uh, favorite character. That I'm madly in love with still. Still today. Well, like, they're even competing, like, uh, like Zach Morris is like, oh, I turned down six girls. And Sather's like, well, I turned down seven. And one of them was a teacher. Which, yeah. I mean, we're doing that joke now, too. This is <laughs> well, a yeah. common theme. The <laughs> teacher-student relationship. Really was ahead of the Mary Kay Letourneau um, <laughs> yes. curve, I guess you would call it, so. So, yeah, some some Mary Kay was uh, hidden on Slater. Apparently. Or he's just bragging to Zach because they're trying to have this competitive nature about who's the coolest guy in school. Yeah. But at this point, they're freshmen, right? I mean, yeah. they're not even that cool, really, by comparison. But, but they're they're battling it out for, like, head of the school. Right, which they are. They are freshmen, so it's kind of weird. But in our universe, we don't know any it seniors. makes complete sense. Oh, yeah. The universe of us following these characters, absolutely. So then, oh, you know, we do get a scene with uh, Ed Alonzo, the Max, Max of the Max here. He appears in this first season. Yep. He's a magician, everybody, who likes magician stuff in their Saturday morning teen shows. Who let, doesn't like magic? Me, yes. I love magic. So do I. We I'm not all being do. sarcastic. If you don't like magic, cool. shut it down, turn us off, get out of here. I did the million dollar trick. What are you talking about? What is the million dollar trick? You're talking it, about uh, America's Got Talent. Some magician did a trick on the last show that won him a million dollars, which is a trick I was doing like when I was drunk in college. So <laughs> you heard it here first. He stole it from but, Jonah. But was your, sh- was your showmanship there? No, I didn't have a giant deck of cards. Oh, okay, he needed a giant deck of cards. Yeah, I was missing a giant deck of cards. Where does one get a giant deck of cards? The dollar store, I think. Well, that big... No. We're talking bigger. (laughs) No. They do have bigger, larger size. You're not thinking giant enough. Jumbo cards. We're talking people-sized cards. People-sized cards. Oriental Trading? That what? magazine where you can order. Oh, they got all sorts of stuff in there. <laughs> You're making some kind of racist yeah, comment. That's, oh, a that's the terror. Name of the magazine. I mean, it is the name of the magazine. That's true. Okay, I should probably change that name. How <laughs> come they haven't changed <laughs> that name? I have thought about that. <laughs> it's weird. They're like anyway. they're disowning it, branding. Oh, Don't so then it. we're still at the max. Ed Alonzo does a magic trip with a box. I don't. Even yeah, know. Uh, heart jumps out of a box. Well, he says. 
my heart jumps for you. For the life of me, I can't understand why this guy didn't last past season one. I don't know. <laughs> but he was a credited actor. He was he was in the opening credits. Yeah. It was like this was the thing that they were gonna try to go and uh no, it doesn't uh what is he appear in like one episode of the second season as like a farewell kind of and that's it? Kind of, I feel like he's very sparsely in some other seasons <sighs> too. He's not much yeah, but, he sold it or something like that. But um Well also, he almost goes out of business. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Well that's a whole other episode. I talk aware. about that. But um oh well Zach is uh, also get, getting some affections from is it Rhonda? Yeah, Rhonda oh, Robicelli. Yeah. Rhonda Robicelli. Uh, I'm looking at my notes. Who here. is a traditionally attractive woman? Yeah, Robin uh, uh, Rhonda Robicelli is played by Kirsten Holmquist in the episode. In case you wanted to know, she's real tall. Okay, Kirsten, real hot, very tall. If you want to come very on the podcast, pretty. Kirsten, uh, we like you. Come on over. I mean, she's very shop attractive. Put, shop. Yeah, girl. she's just tall. They they put a jacket on her, I guess, and they're just like, oh, she... And Zach, a hat. And Zach doesn't want anything to do with this 90s hat and this big, tall... A baseball cap, which... But she's lovely. Very pretty. I mean, there's really no reason for him to have such a bad attitude about it, other than being in love with Kelly. Yeah, which, I mean... She's I a little aggressive. that, but... She's, yeah. She's aggressive, but she's, it's, it's the girls asking the boys dance. She's Sadie Hawkins' Very trademark. attractive woman. Yeah, I mean, sure. So it's weird that uh, he's against that, but... um. The main aspect of this episode involves there's a sleepover mm-hmm. with the girls. Yeah. Uh, so we get Kelly, we get Jesse, we get Lisa, and then we get oh, three other girls we've Some never seen. Some random friends. We've never seen these girls before. We've never seen them they again. They disappear. I'm pretty sure. Screech. Screech is... Screech is pit. There's a running theory yeah. that maybe Zach Morris is a serial killer. We don't believe that. We actually believe that Screech, jealous of all the affections the women they're taking of Zach, kills all these women. These three are obviously one of his early victims. Uh, but anyway, there's a sleep uh, sleepover in which also they... Also called a slumber party. What did I say? Sleepover. That, what? It you works. Probably be Those sleep. are interchangeable. I feel like, uh, was there a gender aspect to that? Or no, you can have a slumber party if you're a girl boy. No, slumber party's boy. cool. A sleepover is like what you do with your cousins. Hey, don't... A slumber party is cool. Don't what? assume my gender. What were we... Hey, what were we doing in college? Am I right? Slumber party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're married now. It's fine. Um, so they're they're having a, a, a party, but we meet we meet uh, earlier because uh, Zach Morris lives next to Jesse. Yeah, because they're childhood friends. He's childhood mm-hmm. friends with everybody, apparently. Yeah, but uh, he, him, and Screech go over there and they wire the place. Yeah. Some First, they sneak into his bedroom. Breaking it in. How, how high up is Jesse's bedroom? It's probably second. It's floor. at least second floor. Yeah. Is it? It, it implies second floor. Zach pushes Screech out of the pushes window. Pushes him straight out of that window. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, you know. If only. And, and just this last episode, we were talking about how Zach's not such a bad guy, but here we are. He's broken and entered into one friend and shoved another one out of a window, so maybe we're wrong. Well, <laughs> well, I mean. It's just Screech, though. <laughs> it's just Screech. <laughs> So they wire the room so they can listen to... They want to hear who the girls are thinking about uh, taking to the Sadie Hawkins, or excuse me, the girls. Ask the boys to dance. Mm-hmm. He tried to bribe Lisa with Bon Jovi tickets because Zach's a little rich boy. Yep. He's always got tickets to something. He's got that cash. He's going to base playoff baseball games, getting Bon Jovi cell tickets. Cell phone. He's got a giant cell phone before anybody else had a cell phone. A little rich boy. Yeah. Said no to a Puff the Magic Dragon. Uh, was that the Mamas and the Papas? Or yep. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter, oh, Paul, Mary. yeah, sorry. <laughs> Peter, Paul, and Mary what said no to that. What are you talking about? Look, I, I know some stuff about Saved by the Bell. Don't look at me like that. Yeah. Okay. I made him watch some more episodes. <laughs> Focus up. What are we talking about? He bugs the room. So then they're listening, and it sounds like Kelly's Hold going on. to... How he bugs the room. So it's 1989. <laughs> sure. Is like a full microphone. Uh-huh. Yeah. And where does he hide it? Uh, Under yeah. the rug. <laughs> Under the rug. And then this 
cord that goes... It's a large cord. Through the bedroom. Out the window. Out the window. Yeah. And does Zach hide just it. live next door yeah, to yeah, Jesse? Yeah, next okay. door. He yeah. climbs so in her window. It's a long-ass cord. <laughs> wink, wink. Long-ass cord all the way to his room. And then they're sitting on Zach's bed with this uh, tape player. It's a big tape player. Well, we're not talking a little tape player, no. like a one year Like a reel-to-reel machine we're talking yeah, here. Yeah, like a 12-inch, two 12-inch reels of tape right. well, in the player. That's a lot to record. They're, I mean, it could be hours. They're thinking they're in there for the long haul. Where did they get this recording device. It's Screechy. is able to probably construct I feel things. like he might have also, stolen it from the AV club. No, Zach could buy whatever oh, yeah. he wants. Zach's a little rich boy, remember? His dad yeah. sells computers. Yeah, his dad sells computers. He's a little rich boy. <laughs> he does. Okay. His dad drives a Porsche. Does, so they're laying on the bed like two best friends listening to this uh, recording of the girls. Kelly says that he, she's in a put, put in a bind. She would pick Zach to go to the dance with. To which... Zach reacts very audibly, so audibly, in fact, that they hear him across the street or yeah. next door going, yes. And they then are tipped off to the giant microphone and wire in the bedroom and realize, of course, that they've been uh, they've been had yeah. by, by Zach attack. Um, now, Zach does try and cover it. She sure does. He says, go Lakers. Go Lakers, like they're watching a Lakers game. But Kelly... Somehow knows that the Lakers aren't playing that night. Because Kelly's a big sports fan. I think that's established throughout the show that she yeah. likes sports. Just okay. like the, yeah. yeah. What you failed to mention was Screech's fantasy uh, oh, of the girls in the slumber party. That's right. Mm. We forgot a whole fantasy. A whole was, fantasy scene. I feel like this first season, there's a lot more fantasy sequences than there are later in the show. There are a lot of fantasy and I'm gonna tell you sequences. Guys this, as we were watching this, Tyler did get a little excited, which was kind of creepy. <laughs> because. Because they're high schoolers. What are we talking about getting oh, a little excited? Oh, oh, I'll tell you what. So, oh, okay. Screech is fantasizing about right. the girls in the slumber party. And the girls are now not in what they're wearing in the show. They're wearing these silky I was, gowns. And Tyler goes, oh. <laughs> I was making a comment. Silky gowns. I was making a comment of, I wasn't, look, I understand they're high school kids, one. Two, I was making a comment that, like, this show's being racy with their silk outfits. Like, I think this is you what, were, I think you were right. going, oh, <laughs> gowns. Yeah, to those three mystery women. We don't know how old they were. They're probably like 35. <laughs> it's probably fine. They seem older to me. And they weren't revealing. No, they were no. Silky. I was just making a comment that like here's like this is what they've done to differentiate between the real world and the dream. They put them in silky lingerie. Yes. Which is sexist. I'm just saying it's sexist. I was making a comment ironically, but whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. If only the listeners knew how in, who, how much you liked silky uh, lingerie. I wouldn't know. You don't own that many of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Back on. Let's track. get back to say by there the bell here. Else about Screech's fantasy that was. Notable? I mean, it's terrible because it involves Screech. What else do you oh, want? Because he he says something creepy. He's like, makes me tingle all over. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad. It, he it, makes her tingle. Creepy. He makes me tingle. Oh, oh they, yeah. Lisa says he makes me tingle all over. It's gross. Not, That's and then gross. when he wakes up from the fantasy, he says, "I, I make, make her tingle. tingle." Tingle. He says. He says tingle. It's tingle. If we check this on the yeah. the subtitles, yeah. He says but tingle. he was probably trying to say tingle. He's but just, he's just such a stupid oh, this is idiot. Also- the thing, there's a girl. Can't even read. One of the girls that's there, we don't know her name, but she, like, is making comments, and she's subtly trying to, like, kind of, like, come out to her friends, and they're yeah. ignoring her. What this was a say? really progressive episode, because one of her friends is definitely trying to come out at this slumber she's party. She's like, oh, it's yeah, like, I don't like any of the boys. And she's, like, like waiting for them to be like, well, why is that? Are you having some problems? And then they just gloss over her comment completely. And then you can kind of just see her, like sighing silently in the background like it's more i think she says something along the lines of like why do we even need boys yeah, or something so like that right, yeah. so 
Why do we need them? She was trying mm-hmm. to bring the conversation up, and then they yeah. just shut her down with their talk of Zach Morris and AC Slater. That yep. makes me think of the new movie, uh, Cockblockers. Cockblockers? Oh, yeah. Blo- yeah, sure. Blockers. They just call it blockers, but it's yeah, clearly where not one of the three girls comes out to her best friends in a party. And who, John Cena? Cena? Yeah, it's John Cena. John you Cena comes out to his friends. It's really funny. Yeah. He got rock-bottomed. Yeah, he did. Multiple times. Yeah, he yeah. also beat him, though. Well, yeah, a year later, after so, he got a divorce. <laughs> so in that regard, Dennis Haskins later, we've made some progress. Move. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, they because now they've realized they that they, he's been recording them. They decide to, like, not reveal it. They try to, like, tell a story about, like, Kelly when she dates people. They Like, they know he's listening, so they make up the story of, like, getting him back. And it's Kelly saying, like, oh, when she starts liking a guy, she gets real aggressive. or She, she gets a real bad headache. She gets a bad headache, and then she gets really violent with them, and yeah. she's had to, like, change school. I don't know if they say that, but they say that she's gotten in trouble for violent behavior when she likes a boy so much. Yeah. So they set this up. So then the next day at school, the friends and Kelly starts displaying these behaviors and scares the living shit out of old Zach Morris. Yeah, now... You have skipped over something well, important, <laughs> but it's important. There's so much to cover. I know you guys are not. I am trying to. I am trying to move us along with the plot. And well, but here. look, and you're saying, "Oh, you got something wrong." I was like, "Well, speak up, motherfucker." We're trying to. <laughs> to the max. Look, Lisa describes her dream guy, who is Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. Now this is late '80s Michael Jackson, still. Kind of blackish. That's what I asked when we were watching it. Was like, was Michael Jackson still black then? I don't think he was because the outfit that Screech shows up the next day at school in is clearly like white, weird Michael Jackson. Very glittery, oh. glittery glove. Um, you know, Michael Jackson had a condition, and you guys are just insulting the dead. Oh, come on. <laughs> he, he definitely white in 89. Ask Norm Macdonald about Michael Jackson. I don't I don't know Norm Macdonald personally. Also, I've been told not I to do. talk on this podcast. Um, I'll tweet him. <laughs> um, quiz, do See? you remember who uh, Kelly Kapowski Yes, it's uh, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yeah, which, who picks Dennis Quaid? 89 again, Dennis Quaid. Google up 89 Dennis Quaid and tell me if he's hot or not. Google t- 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 very clearly, 1989 Dennis Quaid. Okay, we'll include a picture in the uh, show notes Dennis, Dennis 1989 Quaid. 89. Okay, this is a, That's what I said. This is a previously Shut searched up. item. It's a previously searched item? Yeah, like Google knew what I was going to type well, in. Well, because he did it yesterday. <laughs> also, it's just very common that once people uh, watch this episode, they say, what was Dennis Quaid looking like back in the late 80s? Probably better than Randy Quaid. Okay, I'm not, okay <laughs> you know who he looks like? Huh. He's got Randy a bit Quaid. of a Zach Morris look going on. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, oh we've cracked this open, haven't we? Wow, we've cracked it open. He uh Yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh man. It does look like Zach Morris. He is a he's got young the frosty yellow the blonde young yes. face. I yes. like it. Oh wow. Yeah, he's pretty handsome. Okay, I'm all right with all right, that. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. I don't know it's why you guys are insulting the dead of Michael Jackson, but okay. Well, I don't know if he was really a sex symbol by this That's possible. point is just the point. I mean, I get that, but he's yeah. a he's an icon. He, obviously, Lisa Turtle is into what's popular and and iconic, and she is on the pulse of the culture. So I would I buy it. Fine. I think she might like she might like Michael Jackson. That's okay. So Screech shows up, dressed, <laughs> glittered, head to toe, to the max, to the max, <laughs> Michael Jackson. 
talking in an even higher voice than his normal voice. Yes. Which is, I don't know how, but even higher voice. And you don't have to know this episode to know this costume because they put it in the opening credits for Dustin Diamond for a long time. Yeah. Like, it hits him doing that spin in that costume. It is in the opening credits in many episodes of the show. And then Moon walks into Mr. Belding. Right into him. And he's... Apparently violating dress code, which says you can't dress like Michael Jackson. Very specific dress code at Bayside. No Michael Jackson, racist outfits, fine. So Mm -hmm. speaking of uh, Mr. Belding, Zach, because he starts, they they play this trick on him. He goes into the principal's office to look up... uh, Kelly's medical records. Kelly's medical records in, like, the the files. Yes. This is after Kelly keeps him after class, though. Okay. And so Kelly keeps him after class. Lisa knocks his stuff down. Mm-hmm. It's a well-coordinated plot. Yeah. Um, so knocks his stuff on the ground. He has to pick it up. So he's out of there last, and Kelly's waiting for him. Oh, With yeah. a baseball bat. Ooh. But Walking around. She is looking fine. Of course. She's pulling a real vegan, you plaid, know what I'm saying? Plaid, <laughs> high-waisted pants. You know what I'm talking about? That show with the, the bat and the guys that get their head blown up or whatever? What? Okay. Negan. Negan, that Negan guy. And Lucille. Right, the bat. So. There's no barbed wire on this one. No barbed wire on the Yikes. bat. I don't watch that show. I was just trying to be. Which, I mean, stolen from Cactus Jack, a.k.a. McFoley, Dennis Haskins. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to keep my finger on the pulse. Okay. I think the classroom scene actually comes after the finding of the medical records. Because no, he has it's... a scene with Belding. When he gets caught. Does it really matter? <laughs> I guess not. And then he's like, uh, Belding's all like, uh, what's she going to do? Spike you to death with a volleyball? He's real sexist. And then, and then. <laughs> well, she is captain of the volleyball team. And That's then Zach true. Morris goes, well, she gets these headaches. And he goes, uh, they all get headaches. <laughs> Which is, yes, a, a sex joke. <laughs> yeah. He's not getting. Mrs. Belding's not putting out, is what we're hearing from Mr. Belding. He's not happy about it. She's also pretty big. So then here's the thing. Which is fine. He finds records of Kelly's violent behavior in the records. Now, did they sneak in already and get those records in there? Is Mr. Belding in on the plot? What's going on? Screech is probably a TA or a Jesse. Right for the yeah, principal. I mean, Screech wouldn't be involved in this. Well, it seems real easy to get into the uh, principal's office. All Zach did was walk in, yeah. apparently, because he's just standing in there waiting They're for him. They're in there a lot. They're always sneaking into the principal's but, office. But, yeah, it's from her stay at an insane asylum. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And so Mr. Belding does actually kind of calm Zach down, but then as Zach is exiting, he says, enlist. She's one of those rare nutcases that's been in an institution, mm-hmm. and so he freaks out. Mm-hmm. At some point, there's a teacher that says your the colon is your friend for life. I have that in my notes for some reason. Yikes! So then it cuts <laughs> to the classroom scene where they pass him a note that says, "You can run, but you can't hide." Okay. Who would then, ever want to hide from Kelly Kapowski? Zach I mean, Morris. Don't you feel like Zach Morris would probably just run this risk anyway? He's so in love with her. I feel like he should, and I feel like he's really dumb not for if you, if you yeah, get but her they, bat. They show Slater with a broken leg wheeling around in a wheelchair. This is where Zach Morris should have really figured out this was a con, though. I mean, come on. You're going to listen to your adversary Slater about getting hurt? Like, first of all, your first question would be like, wait, you went out uh, You out, You out? went out with her already? Like, when did this happen? Yeah. Like, how come I haven't heard about this? There's a suspicion there, right there. There's no hot goss. No, there's That's no hot true. goss on it this. It was like they were listening the night before, and then the next yeah, day, somewhere in there. he been in on that a little bit better. That's not that yeah. bright. He's clearly not. They were at a slumber party. When did they hang out? Yeah. Before school? He needed to think ahead about this, but he, you know, he didn't. That's okay. But yes, we did skip over Slater in the wheelchair, broken leg. Yeah. Um, 
that he says that Kelly broke his leg uh, after she got a headache. But don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. So, I mean, this ends up being the dance. Uh, at the, the max. It's at the max, of yeah. course, because every... So, does Bayside have, like, they have they have an auditorium. We've seen that in episodes. Mm-hmm. But where's the gym? Like, they only have... They don't have dances anymore. They have a gym. They have a dance there later. Uh-huh. Uh, the fall ball or fall festival, fall harvest dance. Something Some sort the, of fall. Is in the, in the fall <laughs> or in the spring? Um... Fall. Okay, fall. Got it. <laughs> it was a fall dance uh, in the gym. Uh, I mean, he they have the auction dance in the gym. Well, they break up outside the gym, don't they? Like Kelly yeah. and Zach, another one? Yeah, that's right. There is a gym. So why do they keep having and these dances over there? the first prom episode, <sighs> they're in the gym. But yeah, I don't know. So is it only the second-rate dances that go over there? Like the senior party or, like, the girls' us, the guys' party? What are we talking about here? Yeah, it's low, damn. How much money is uh, Ed Alonzo slipping over Bayside to get these parties over there? Is he Are they paying for it? Is he giving away the space? What's going on over there? I mean, you know, not a terrible business move to maybe even give away the space and just make money off the food and drink. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah I like that I idea. Agree. Because... But- his business is failing, as we find out. We find out much, yeah, later on that he's he's not doing well. So at running it. he's probably too to... much magic. They're spending way too much time doing magic at the table, not serving the food. In my he's, opinion. That's probably where all the profits are going to. Magic <laughs> spending tricks. money on magic, trips, going to the magic just shop, investing. Like you know, do a five or ten minute routine, the same one. Do it for five minutes, and then just like let it get go. some sexy birds in there. Yeah, sexy birds. Do some coke and be cool. Yeah. So who does Zach take to the dance? He ends up taking Rhonda. Or no, Rhonda. Who takes? So Rhonda asks, he accepts, I guess. And, uh, off screen. Off screen. This, they don't tell us. And Rhonda is an aggressive, big time dancer. She's flinging him around like crazy. Zach, a little winkling. Um, yeah. He's not having a good time. I don't get it. Like, she seems great, actually. She's super into him. Yeah, she's super into him. She, like, Real says fun. that there's, like, her parents are away. Like, come well, on over to my house. Yeah, come to my house. My parents are away. She's wearing... Didn't she dress up for this dance, too? Yeah. yeah she looks cute. Yeah. She doesn't have her baseball cap on. Mm-hmm. It's very... Yeah, I don't get and it. And so he turns down going to Bone Town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the Bone Zone. The bone Zone, yep. The Bone Yard. Bone Yard, yep. Uh, I call it every day. Which is really confusing. I mean, I understand he's in love with Kelly, but he's also a high school guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, you could get laid Plus, you just by must... an attractive woman when you want who to is see... super into it. Let it play out, you know? I don't know. You just know what's gonna... you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. At least a handy. What do you <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> high schoolers. So what, is that the end of the episode? They're dancing, or what are we... What no, are we so they're dancing, and then Slater uh, comes in on crutches with Kelly, says like, oh, I like to live dangerously, or something like that. And then uh, takes off the cast, reveals it was a la ruse. Oh, yeah. The reveal. Gives him the cast to fight off Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, why would you want to fight off Rhonda? This attractive girl who is super into you. So those other girls that are at the slumber party are, like, sitting at a table behind the gang. They're, like, being shunned already. Like, yeah, they're done. Yeah, like, oh, no, sorry, well, we're pushing you to the side. The one girl clearly came out. And then the They're cool like, girls oh, sorry. Were like, you're out. Yeah, sorry. What's this? Ni- this is 1989, and we don't like you. Exactly. Which is uh, real great. Hose. Come on, it's probably ladies. Probably Jesse. Probably was Jesse. No wonder she's so low on the rankings. You know, she she was ranked number five. You didn't catch our previous episode of Jonah's uh, expert rankings of our characters. 
And, uh, yeah, you know, I think she's all talk about her uh, her agenda, but then when a push comes to shove, she's uh, she's a fake. She's hypocrite. a liar. She's, she's a, a hypocrite. hypocrite. Just like yeah. Jonah said. And, uh, and a pill popper. We'll get to that episode. It's a pill popper. Well, obviously. I call you but... Pimple Popper MD. <laughs> That's different. Oh <laughs> different <God>. show. <laughs> but then, uh, so Zach says, he's like, hey, but you were gonna take me, right? And she says, oh, I guess you'll never know. But yes, is but the answer. We knew, because, because she said it. He's got it on tape. He's got it he on can tape. listen to that every night. And he probably does. Doesn't Rhonda knock him down for a kiss? Oh, yeah, he doesn't she kiss her? She yeah, scoops right. him down, whatever yeah. that's called. So, <sighs> dip. Dips him. Dips him, plants one right on the lips. I don't know what I don't know what happened to Rhonda Rubistelli, Kirsten Holmquist, but if you want to be on our podcast, we would love to have you. You're Uh, a great character. We liked you. We wish they centered a whole show about you. Uh, I would have watched that. The world is ready for a a Rhonda Rubistelli spinoff. We're doing all sorts of spinoffs of all the other shows. Why not do one of Saved by the Bell? Yeah, with Rhonda. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I again. Happily watch Someone it. Someone tweet. Do you have Do you have Twitter? Yeah. Get on the Get on that thing. The, what is it called? Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. And you, you twist twit twit tweet tweet at uh, Jesus Kristen Tyler. Holmes. Kristen Holmquist. I'll give you the spelling. Get I'm it not together. on Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll find her. Okay, we'll get it. Is that the end of the episode? Yeah, I feel like everyone's just standing around here now. Are we finish? Oh man, it's like at? it's getting late. It's like eleven o'clock. I'm getting tired. Maybe we should just cut this part out. <laughs> nah, this is a great part. So thanks for listening, guys. That was episode two of Saved by the Bell. To the max. To the max. Our podcast with these three old millennials, with uh, you know Jonah Anderson and Tyler and myself. The episode's called Fatal Distraction. Get this, I bet ya, because of the movie. Fatal Attraction. Oh my god, let's not Which talk is... about the 15 minutes where you guys were arguing about the title of the show. It's mentioned by name. And then the you, movie. you literally go, oh, I get it, it rhymes, <laughs> it's Fatal Distraction. Well, because we kept forgetting the actual name, that's the only thing. You're I like, thought it was detection? Destruction. Destruction. And then you were like, Detection? Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know. so Does sad. Does it really matter? I'm just saying it's because of Fatal Attraction. You know, that, that was a popular film. It was. Okay, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk at you at the next episode. Bye. Bye.